Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. Uh, there is no baseball news, and I'm getting nervous. I, I'm, same. I, I start to get nervous, then I think about it, and I realize there's a long time off from here to when the season starts, and pitchers and catchers report in a month. I'm sure the pitchers and catchers aren't going to care about, like, come three weeks later. All right. No, I mean, yeah, right. So my, my main issue now is that what I came to terms with over the past week is that oh, the target is the start of the season. The target has nothing to do with spring training. No, 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 no. I think the players are willing to kill that in in mm-hmm. order to get what they want. Which is interesting. I mean, you know, that, that does have fantasy implications in the sense that we have seen guys with shorter spring training have yeah. wilder injuries. injuries. <laughs> so, um, and more variants in the spring something for us to keep an eye on yeah i don't know which one's more i the, the injuries are what we care about more i guess let's uh but let's do something happier and put in some predictions here you had a really good idea that we should predict the top 12 in fantasy um and i think we decided the the scoring is drafted in fantasy the scoring is going to be half a point if they're in the top 12 if you name a guy in the top 12 and half a point if you get the spot what uh, or should we be do- thinking about this as a float value or as <laughs> an integer value? Because I guess it could be one and one. I think I think these yeah I think we should we should probably integer it. So there's twenty four there's twenty four yeah, available okay. points if we yeah. got the first round perfect, and we're and we're settling on who's ADP. I think we're gonna do fantasy pros. Fantasy pros ADP. Got it. The aggregate. Let's do fantasy pros ADP as of. The first day of the As season. The first day of the season. Gotta be. It's the only way to do it fair. So I'm fully ready for something on here to be crazy. But let me just run through mine. One to twelve. Trey Turner, Fernando Tatis, Shohei Otani, Juan Soto, Vlad Guerrero Jr., Ronald Acuna Jr., Bobichet, Jose Ramirez, Bryce Harper, Garrett Cole, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts. That's just for the record. Okay. And I put in Fernando Tatis, Vlad Guerrero, Juan Soto. Bobachette, Walker Bueller, Ronald Acuna, Trey Turner, Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, Jose Ramirez, Shoya Tane, and Wander Franco. So you went big on pitching here. I I thought if I'm going to put in any pitchers, I'm going to put in, well, I guess it ends up being four, I guess, if you account Atane. So even more like three and a half. And you, and you don't have my pitcher. <laughs> I have Garrett Cole in here. I think people are going to be over Garrett Cole this year. I maybe industry people. I don't think I. I don't know if in your average draft, if Garrett Cole is going to slip that far. He still strikes out a lot of guys. He does. He does. I. I don't know. I, we'll see. I mean, I. I guess my opinion still is still Yankee. I would say yeah. the same thing about Max Scherzer. I'd be like, ah, oh, people will be over Max Scherzer this year. 
I think there's going to be a return to him. Fantasy expert people putting him in the top. Well, that yeah. I mean, th- there's there's so much that goes into playing this game right now, right? Because we're actively trying to predict what other people are going to do. And yeah, we're also yeah. we're also a little bit of gamesmanshipping each other. <laughs> True. There's also like a two and there's a two pronged of like what are the analysts gonna say? Yeah. And then what are the people gonna follow yeah. the analysts and which ones are gonna like go off of usual biases? Yep, exactly. D- Jacob De- So uh, yeah, I've got Walker Bueller, Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, and Otani. I'm not gonna count Otani as a as a pitcher. But Walker Bueller, we're gonna really like in our predictions. Oh yeah, no, I we do. I love Walker he Bueller. Was a top three player last year. So if you're talking about like three year average and you're ta- and three year averages, he's up there. Mm-hmm. If he's not in the top twelve, then we should be gobbling him up in any any place where we can. Well, I I I completely agree with that. I just don't. My sense, and maybe my sense of the zeitgeist is totally wrong, but my sense of the zeitgeist is that it hasn't fully clicked in fantasy how valuable he is. I think this will be the year. I think that this will be the year because we kept on saying like, oh, what about Walker Bueller? He's not being talked about nearly enough. And I think this is going to be the year where he's going to be, smoke is going to be blown right up. (laughs) And I'm looking down this and we only have one positional agreement. Right. Ronald Acuna, where I guess... My general thinking was like, I took him from first, and then I moved him down to second, mm-hmm. and then he moved down to third, then he moved down to fourth, then fifth, then sixth. And I was like, I just don't see him falling further than six. I, I don't either. I And you think you think Trey Turner is gonna be number one? I do. I, I do. I think I think you have you have you've shown a clear preference for young guys here. And I, I think there's, right, your top four are all under 24, right? Yeah. And I, I think that there's going to be a little bit of zagging to something that's more certain in the sense that Trey Turner is a little bit more certain, I would say, I would argue, than any of those top four and Ronald Acuna. Do not disagree. I think that I think that Trey Turner will probably in at the end of this season. Trey Turner will probably be in the top four, whereas probably three of Tatis, Guerrero, Soto, and Bichette won't be in the top four. And the one that I I'm looking at and that I I feel worse about now that you ha- have gone through and didn't include him. No, he's there. He's oh, you included him one, one later. Yeah. Is Soto? I I don't feel. I mean. In terms of returned value, I don't feel great about that, but there's no denying what he did last season. <laughs> and people will draft on that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they, there's no one there. Yeah. There's no one there. Well, I mean, they, I, yeah, I don't know. Who is he going to bat in? No, I, no I, I totally hear you. I'm just saying that doesn't always matter to fantasy owners. <laughs> he, could, he could bat 400, glare at every single pitcher. <laughs> Hit 40 home runs and get to, what, 80 RBIs? Yeah, but you'd win the NL MVP in that case. <laughs> Probably. You, I mean, could you imagine, Could you like, if he was, like, if he did, like, um, uh, a Mr. Padre year, <laughs> but, like, add double the home runs, and then, but then you'd have to subtract, like, 30 runs, 30 RBIs. 
Yeah, EPL, we are back, and it's the weird January time where there are games just all week. <laughs> Some, you know, extra games on Saturday, yeah. but games all week, um, which I don't love. I don't love for for our picking. It uh, makes things wilder. I gave you five possible options. I thought I'd see... Well, actually, these are the only options given our stayaways. So I thought I'd let you... Yeah. I thought yeah, I'd no, let you like tell me on here what you agree with, and then we'll go with those. Chelsea's going to come in and they're, they have to play um, Tottenham this week for the um, okay. Champions League. Okay, so that, that's going to lower the... I mean, I think it's Man, Man City. City's the smart pick. I was, hope, I think it's Man I was City, hoping for something yeah. a little clever, but I think you're right. We should just... Okay. Um, oh, God. I don't want to try to predict this. Then don't. Then don't. Cross it out. <laughs> Brighton is, is approaching stay-away status for me, honestly. They are. They're, yeah, they're, they're right there. They're as soon as I start to think, I know. They're iffy. Yeah, Leicester. I like that. I feel good about now that. Now I'm worried about Tottenham, Tottenham Arsenal because I forgot that they played Chelsea. And who did Arsenal play last? They're playing on Thursday against Liverpool in the EFL. And then Cup. they play Saturday against Arsenal. Or against they play Tottenham. Sunday, Sunday against Arsenal. Against Tottenham. Um, I want Newcastle, and they are at home. What are you thinking? I don't know. Watford's really bad. Newcastle's worse. I'm not. I'm not convinced that that's true. I think they. I think they probably are. Oh wow! Watford has not won a game. Dude, Watford's really bad. Newcastle is getting money just pumped into Newcastle. Them. I mean, Newcastle really wants to stay up, and they've got to win this one. This is a this is a must win for Newcastle, right? To basically <sighs> to stay up. This feels bad. This feels this feels bad to do. All right, but what do you want to do about Tottenham Arsenal? I feel fine just picking three. We can, if you can, if you can convince me in Tottenham Arsenal, then we'll leave Newcastle Watford out. I cannot. I have All my right. mind has already like gone back is. and forth. I, I actually think it's. If you want to, pre- if I want to predict these though, I think it's uh, Crystal Palace and Arsenal That's on good. those two. Those are good ones. Well, let's move on to updating ourselves on some some progress here on the agent based modeling. Interesting stuff. We actually achieved. Some goals, maybe not all of them, but I, I would say all in all, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. For this week, we, you got you got some commits up I there. I got some commits up there. Now I have to persuade you to put your commits up there. Um, I have to I have to push some stuff. Uh, right. So what? So last week, last time that we ch- chatted about this, if you're following your podcast out of order, um, last time we chatted about this, you would put together an example. You said, Eric. The, Number one thing that I would sniff test here is let's look at the difference. But let's see how often a sample person is drafted first. Let's see what the ratio is between the first person drafted and the second person drafted. And let's look at the distribution of people are being drafted because you have you don't want there to be a duh every time the machine picks player mm-hmm. X first. This is not. This is not Ladanian Tomlinson in 2001 to 2005 Classic. or Adrian Peterson from 2006 to 2010. This needs to be a, there needs to be a little bit of difference especially because the way that we have created our agent based um, synthetic drafting model is to allow for us to pick every week with more discrete data and therefore it wouldn't happen that way. It just you wouldn't have an overwhelming number one pick. You have put that you have made a commit on that example sent it up into the into the cloud i have grabbed it down i immediately looked at it and i was like okay (laughs) 
I want to, I, I, I want to take this, I want to take this and I want to put it into a function so that we can do this testing on more care on more, more players. Um, yeah, do this testing on more players. We're doing more drafts. The hesitation behind making it a function is that it's just not fast right now. And we don't want our tests to be, we don't want the, I, I really don't want a testing suite that grinds us to a halt. I, I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but if we're, if we're, if we are setting this up to work at night mm. and it's, that's the problem to go behind the curtain. If we're working on this a little bit every day, 15 minutes every day, we can do different things than if we're working on this for two hours in one sitting. We should aim to have something running on our computers while we're asleep every night. Wow. Okay. And work on it more times for less, I guess. That's, that was my thinking. I don't know. That doesn't really work. I, that probably doesn't work for you. But maybe I can. maybe I can do that. And then you can be doing, you can have some, some of this run while you're making your, your coffee. It's probably true. While you take your cafe, if you will. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Je prends un café, oui. s'il vous plaît. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. I can, I can get behind that. So this just needs, I mean, right. Okay, I'll rewrap this as a function. Not hard. I'm actually no 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 I I got oh. that I, I'll take that because I, I I think that I have because you went into the source code sort of to to change a little bit and I think that I can grab from the ex, from the outside of the function that exists I well, I think that we can push this out so that we're only so cause the big intensive thing is running the draft yes. right yes and then we want to be able to get to the point where we have a, a, a set of synthetic drafts. 500 a thousand whatever it is and from that then we're running tests yeah. so we're okay. not rerunning okay. the draft right. i see so your time. vision that's a okay that's a very smart vision is that we have a we have a our current up-to-date version of the draft and we should have that because that's going to change more slowly than the things that we test so we run yeah, yeah or at least okay. each time that you open okay. up you're only running that the synthetic drafting the Synthetic drafting itself takes yeah. a long time if you're doing, especially if you're doing a thousand things, do a thousand of anything. Yeah. Um, assuming, assume a thousand, you're running it a thousand times. Assume one second each time. A thousand seconds is already a lot of seconds. It's, it's still minutes. Mil- that's, yeah, that's, that's still minutes. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I like that plan. Okay. Let's make that. And then if we can, so if we can do that, t- Think agile approach here. If we are able to minimize the number of times that we're doing running this synthetic draft, so in a sitting we're not rerunning that. We can run on the outputs of the synthetic draft. Then we can complete this circle of the cycle, and then the next time we can make the synthetic draft a little bit more efficient, but continue to work on the outputs of the synthetic draft. Okay. And we can probably. I mean, another thing that you. If you if you want to do something on this, what you could probably do is write out, figure out sure. write in. I would love to. That's write out a synthetic draft, so you're not. We don't have to like run it every. That's time. That's the thing that I can do. We don't, or we don't have to run it interactively. You could do it like again at night, have it run a thousand drafts, have it sit, and then we if we save it out, then um, then you can reload that in, and then you can run. All it right, that. saving synthetic drafts, I will do that. You know, it's funny because 
and that's the, so that's the key is this at the end when i had the um merge the drafts into one data mm, frame yep it takes a you should have at the end of that one data frame with everything df we can come up with a more clever name well i don't know maybe it's fine to just straight csv that i'll find out i will test anyways i did i i and i will i will make this i i will make this commit anyways um my mission when we talked about this last said do one of these two things either make sure that we can get this full season drafting preseason full season drafting um settings a little bit easier or work on making sure that we can do batters so right now there is now an option to add player type which will make it um make it actually draft batters if you want to did you pull down the weekly batter data I did pull down the weekly data, batter data, and so that was actually the piece that I was happiest with was that the the script you made that commit yep. script to pull everything down in a weekly format again thanks to FanGraphs uh, came out pretty well I thought and I yeah I was wondering I fe- I realized that I'd left the toggle in there where you could just switch it to bat but I hadn't told you about that <laughs> so I'm glad that you oh no I I've yeah I've seen it um I've seen it so I added a. But that gets into the problem that I ran into, which is I, I did that. And I was like, wow, I was able to add batter I, option to add, uh, draft batters. This is great. Let me do the next step. And I was like, you know what? The solution that I came up with doesn't actually scale because some pitchers in that Bush League that we called NL um, <laughs> hit. And then also, thanks to Madden, um, not John. Uh, RIP, but some hitters pitch. Is the draft really picking them? This is the this is the issue, Michael, in trying to think about how the data actually sits. Yeah, we can have we pull down batter batter data, hitter data, sure. right? So, what are our options? Either we can just merge naively merge those two files together. Well. What, what I'm pretty sure is going to happen in the system is that you're going to go in and you're going to, when you draft Max Scherzer, well, you're going to draft two players then. So the whole system is going to get confused because you're, you like figured out, okay, Max Scherzer is next on my draft list, but now I'm going to draft Max Scherzer, the batter and the hitter. I see. And then we need to figure out how to get rid of the wrong, that, that wrong record. Okay. If we were to then, instead of naively merging the batter data and the hitter data, wherein there could be two two pitchers, two hitters, it's not, you also don't necessarily know. It's not, you know, like there, there are uh, pitchers who have, did not hit at all this right. year, you know. So if we then figure out how to, like, join those two tables together on the, like, unique identifier um, and then join join all, so then you would have Max Scherzer would have records for pitching, then records for hitting in one record. Well, we want to zero out the batting records because who cares? Yeah. Issue is there when we when we do this disaggregate every week, there are some weeks where oh one oh. hit by Max Scherzer is gonna make him better I see. than some players who just like Rafael Devers has an 0 for 30 week. Yeah. He's not going to get All drafted. of a sudden, you'd rather yeah. you'd rather bat, 
draft Max Scherzer because of that. Yeah. And then it screws up the ranks because you're going through across all those different categories. Okay. It's slight, but in a disaggregate way of, a, of, uh, of doing this, it ends up actually having an effect. What an interesting disaggregation problem. Would not have predicted this. Obviously wouldn't have predicted this, or we wouldn't have found ourselves in this scenario. <laughs> right. Okay. But isn't Jeez. But that's what what ended up um, sort of making the fantasy war question really difficult is like yeah. how do you a bad week ends up being worse than not showing up at all? Yeah, we need some clever way of yeah of really downweighting a bad week <laughs> so that you do still pick Raphael Devers even when he goes over thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I. I don't want to get into that piece of it. Right now, I want to make sure that you that you draft Raphael Devers instead of the hitter, yeah. Max Scherzer. Right, right. So there are a couple of different angles to get through this. Uh, there's a couple of different angles to get through this. And, and I'm not <laughs> End of story, sure yeah. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, right. Again, as we did two weeks ago, we should not bury the lead. Like, work has actually been done. There's stuff that is in the repository that that we we made actual strides forward. Mm-hmm. We have a clear plan going forward. So stuff's going to keep happening. Absolutely. I think that about brings us to the review session. Garrett Hampson. Garrett Hampson. I snuck him in here at the start of the, uh, the prospect list. He's not a prospect, but I, I forgot that we hadn't talked about him and I really wanted to talk about him. His stats this year, 2021, 494 plate appearances, 69 runs, 11 home runs, 33 RBIs, 17 stolen bases, and a 234 average. So obviously the most valuable thing here is his stolen bases, but it would be remiss if I didn't point out that his OBP is 289, which is a problem. Yeah, yeah, you can say that again. Wow, his um, he doesn't walk as much as he should. He's... 19th percentile for walking he he is either a hot or cold guy on the percentile rankings i'm looking at him in in savant here and he's got like he's really good at outs above average he's pretty good with chase rate sprint Sprint speed speed is elite and then his hard hit exit velocity (laughs) extra uh xwoba whatever that is we should probably figure things like this out very low like these are like he's very poor on some of these very poor. Not someone who should be... And and he was finally given more of an opportunity this season because the, that roster was bereft of talent. I sort of assume that this is a guy that you want on your fantasy team. You specifically. I mean, he's like, he's like not a very big guy. He's got a lot of speed. He might get on base sometimes. I mean... I would want him if he had like a real job. I kind of like that he I mean I like that he plays all over. There is some value so there. So I would I would say to to your comment, I I enjoy players like this, but mm. historically, even five years ago, they were more valuable. They're getting more stolen base opportunities. Those stolen bases were more were less valuable, but there were more of them. Mm. <laughs> um and those guys actually had like a if they had the real roster spot they would they would generate you know enough but the way that the league has gone with um fewer stolen bases fewer bats for specialty players like this 
and um, less of a defined less of a defined role for everybody. Yeah. Unless you're you're really good, it means that like I, I can't like players like this anymore because he's. I like players like this preseason because it's like if you were to guess in 2013, if you were to guess on five of these, like pick five guys who are they're speedy players who can have who could make a lot of damage in stolen bases and runs, and if they hit, then that would mean that their average was above 250, 260. Yeah. Then yeah, I want to I want to guess right on one of yeah. those. But these days they're 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 not getting the opportunity. They're not getting. They're not getting the opportunity to steal bases, or to get regular at bats. So, I'm less interested in these guys. It's kind of too bad. I mean, he was a guy that had some real promise a few years ago, a couple of years ago. And and the Rockies. Yeah. I mean, the Rockies are primed for somebody to break out <laughs> out of their yeah. out of their. I mean, they've basically done the fantasy strategy, right? They have like five pretty good young guys, and they're hoping that somebody hits. And of those guys, nobody appears to have hit yet. Well, they got Tre- Trevor Story hit. Trevor Story's older and then though. At this, you thought that that you thought that uh, Rogers exactly Brendan Rogers yep. coming out of reti- coming you know from the EPL that he would hit or Garrett Hampson. Um, I'm blanking. What is the the uh, what, There's another one who is oh um Dahl. Yep. Wasn't he? Yep. You thought he was going to hit, then they traded him. <laughs> I mean, it was like there was a there was a whole class of guys that I think that they I guess. Okay, I guess I'm coming around to the idea that of that class, Trevor Story was the one who connected for them. Yeah, he uh, Trevor Story is in that class, and he actually came up earlier than. I mean, isn't Trevor Trevor Story's over thirty though, right? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> he he will be really? this season. He's born in 1992. Okay, I thought I thought he was thirty. So that's that's good news for him. He ended the season 29, so he was in, in that same. He's in that same group. He's two years old. He's only two years older than Garrett Hampson. That's yeah. the thing. Okay. And then All right. Brendan... So I, I take back what I said. I was thinking that Trevor Story was a like a you know baseball generation earlier, but he really no. wasn't. He really really came up at the same time. Okay. So he is the guy that hit from that <laughs> that group that they were that they're trying to nurture. Yeah. Brendan Rogers is a young one. He's they've 25. also got. I mean, they've got. Ryan McMahon, they've got Ramel Tapia. Mm-hmm. I mean, Charlie, well, they've got Charlie Blackman as their elder statesman now. I mean, these are guys that somebody was supposed to hit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and and they just hasn't hasn't really gotten the same. The They really haven't gotten the production that they, they wanted out of those guys when they were given an opportunity. But they were also blocking them. I think they yeah. blocked them too much. <laughs> they, yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of the frustrating thing is that I... I thought Hampson was going to grow into being a good player once he was given any time, and then they've basically given him time, and it's just not working. Yeah, this last year was his first real year, right? He, I mean, he played a good chunk in 2019, but but is it a real year if you only if you only get 494 plate appearances? <laughs> yeah, he was he was not at the start. He was not the high in the batting order. Yeah, it was a real year. He didn't bat number one. <laughs> Or two, or three, or four, or five. <laughs> yeah, I guess 2020 was his first real, I mean, 53 games that he played. Was he out? No, he wasn't out this year. I mean, he was on their roster the entire year, and this is just how many played appearances they got him. I mean, that's worse than batting ninth every game, though. <laughs> right? That's Or it's fewer played appearances than batting ninth every game. Yeah. Mm, I'm not, 
No, I can tell you because I, I did the analysis. <laughs> on a bad team? Yeah, nobody gets under. It's not, you cannot get under 500 being an everyday guy. I thought it was like, I thought it was like the, yeah, okay. Yeah, so he's subbed out a lot. Yeah. Man, have I, I just, as a total aside, but I love that their AAA team is the Albuquerque Isotopes. It's a, Yeah, it's a good one. It's very important yeah. to me that I get that into the pod. I think that was the Mets for a while. Was it really? I, it's yeah, because I went inside a game. Almost funnier, as, as the Mets, just randomly. <laughs> All right, well, let, let's figure out what we do with Garrett Hampson. Uh, not draft, but maybe pick up if he's playing. I mean, obviously, obviously anyone in Colorado is rosterable on some level no i think you take him at the end of a draft do you i think that when you're at like when you're around 20 21 i'm not sure take him i'm not sure he's front he's frustrating because he's because he sits pretty regularly no well this but this is my thing that that i told you it's like you need to have that first guy dropped slot where it's like he's a good one three days into the season (laughs) he hasn't he hasn't even had an at bat and you're like okay I'm he's a good him. one. He's okay. He's or good. he's, or somehow he has a, two stolen bases, two home runs, and you're like, well, I guess I, can, I this is why he could I do that. A, picked I mean, him for a flyer, right? He is a guy that does that, right? For in Colorado, that's a thing that that's happens. the kind of guy that I want at the very end of a draft. All right, all right, you've convinced me. We'll see what happens. Yeah, it's like your last pick, your second to last pick. All right, good last pick candidate. We'll have to put out a list of uh, last pick candidates. <laughs> <laughs> all right, who are we doing next? Bobby Witt Jr. Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter, Fantasy Tools, Mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again, Mind the Z. All I've got left is, worst of luck to you, buddy. Worst of luck to you, too. Yay!